This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us right now on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line, Truly Seps Beyond Convenience, we have Heat TV analyst Tony Fiorentino. Tony, in a three-point shooting contest, me versus professional athlete Brett Romberg, who comes out on top, you think? <laughs> The, the advantage is neither one of you has to play defense, so that's good. Yep. We know that 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 that'll work. Yep. But I've never I haven't seen either one of you. I may take your son over you shooting a three. Yep. To be my honest my, with you. my son can play. Yep. Yeah. But that's the thing. See, Romberg's underestimating me because I play outside. I play basketball on a daily basis now with my son. That doesn't mean you can shoot. Yeah, no, but it means you, uh, well, but it means that I've been uh, I'm out there doing stuff. I mean, Romberg, when's the last time you picked up a basketball, dude? Uh, the day that I was on the Miami Heat basketball court. Yeah, that, and that was like two years ago. Yeah, and the first shot I took two years ago was an NBA three pointer, which I drained all mesh, no win. Tony, I don't think that's true. By the way, ask like, Joy Taylor. I, Joy Taylor I, was you know, standing right next to me. She watched it. In camp, we teach uh, toe, knee, elbow. You know, it all got to be aligned when you shoot. So the elbows in. So, uh, so we teach that, and then during the season, some of the kids come to the to the game, uh, the Heat games, and uh, I saw a camper there. I said, "What do you remember from camp?" He goes, "Tony Elbow." I go, "What does it mean?" He goes, "I don't know." Well, <laughs> and I also I also know about that triple threat position, Tony. There I know about go. that triple yep. threat position. See, see, Tony's practically my coach too. You're in trouble, Brett. <laughs> well, how come how come when he says Tony Elbow, you do? Crow hop, chest pass, almost fall down. Yo, you don't, you don't, you don't know about that. You don't know about my style. I've been hustling you, okay, and I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this challenge, and you're in big trouble. This is that sounds like some ugly basketball, guys. Oh, it's gonna be brutal. So, so the Heat are back in action tonight. Tony's in Atlanta. The Heat take on the Hawks to start the second part of the season. Uh, g- give us some thoughts here. There was, uh, you know, not Heat related, okay. There was not a whole lot of trade activity yesterday. What was that always like for you when you're an assistant coach, beat with Ron Rothstein? You're you're an assistant coach with Pat Riley when he first got here. Uh, what, what's it like in that NBA locker room in the days leading up to the trade deadline? Well, uh, you, you feel there's some anxiety from the players. Uh, I think once they get on the court and they start practicing, then that goes away. It's when you're, you know, off the court and you got time to think, and you, 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 it's coming up to the deadline. There's, there's some anxiety for the players, especially if they want to stay where they are. Some guys want to go. You know, in some, on some of the teams. So you get that, that anxiety both ways. You know, you're in the, the anticipation maybe of going somewhere else. And, but most guys like where they are and they want to stay where they are. And so they, they get nervous because people don't realize that uh, it, 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 the human factor becomes involved. If a, if a guy's married and has a couple of kids and they're in school, now he's going to be have to move. And how do you work all that out? There's a lot that goes into that, not just career-wise. Have you ever been in the room when a player had to be told he was traded? I had with uh, the women when we coached the uh, WNBA. And we had one situation that was really uncomfortable because uh, I, there was a, a young lady who was around 30 years old from another country who this was her last shot, I believe. And Coach Rothstein had to tell her that she was getting cut and she she got all, you know, 
she was shaking, she was crying, and you feel bad, you know, because you you know you don't want to do something like that, but it's the business. And uh, eventually she got over it, and uh, she wound up modeling in Europe, so it worked out well for her. But oh, at the it sounds moment, like it you bad. and uh, you and Coach Ron did her a favor. It sounds like. <laughs> well, you know, I coached uh, at Mount Vernon High School, and I had the guy who tried out twice for my team. There was Al B. Shore. The guy who was a great artist, singing artist, now he's, a, I think, a producer or whatever. And he went on when he didn't make the team. And that, that doesn't mean he wasn't a good player. We were very good with my high school teams. He went on and became a very a, a famous singer. had a, a concert in Miami when we were there with the Heat. And so when I saw him, I said, you owe me some money. You know, <laughs> if you made the team, you might not be, you might not have a singing career. So That's it right. works out. That's it works right. out. He owes it to you. Uh, tonight's an 8 p.m. start. Uh, you got Heat Live at 7.30 on Fox Sports Sun. You know, I've been talking the last couple days, Tony, about Magic Johnson, who is now uh, running the basketball side, the basketball operations of the Lakers. And uh, I think it is perfectly reasonable to be skeptical of of Magic Johnson being able to do this job, just stepping right in and running the basketball operations side when he hasn't had experience uh, doing that kind of thing. Do you think it's reasonable to question uh, whether Magic Johnson can do that job? Well, it's convenient for anybody to say that because he doesn't have that experience, but he's also a special guy, special person. And, you know, we, we all know him a little bit and, and um, always smiling. You know, he, he, the, the, just like everybody knows about him, the fact that in this business you have to attract great players to, 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 to win a championships, uh, you could see him sitting in a room with, uh, if, they, if they have Kobe do it as well. You know, that's some star power there, bringing, the same, bringing a guy to Los Angeles to recap the greatness that they had before. And Magic is your boss. Uh, I can see that being a very positive situation. Do you think it still resonates with the young players today? Uh, you know, a guy like Magic Johnson, Hall of Fame, top 50 NBA players, it still resonate with the young player today? Yeah, I think it does. And if it doesn't, Kobe, you know, if, he, if Kobe's doing it with him, then obviously he does. Because, you know, he's one of the best two guards to ever play the game. So I think uh, sometimes people are too quick to rush to judgment. Let him do his job and then evaluate it. How about uh, this Heat team now going forward with the second part of the season starting tonight? You know, I saw this. Uh, I, I don't remember where I saw the stat, but Eric Spolstra, as head coach of the Heat, has never been under 500 in the second part of a season. Yeah, that makes sense, you know, because uh, it took a while this year, maybe longer than he would li- would have liked for it to gel. You know, being 11 and 30, and then all of a sudden things started clicking, and Coach Spolstra was telling us after that, West Coast trip, we saw a little, little bit where the team was progressing, they were getting better, and they started to understand how to close games. They understood who the closers were at the end of the game. What they, what, you know, don't just take a good shot, take a better one. Uh, stick in there deep, you know, and, and the defense picked up in the latter part of the games, that sort of thing. And so it bodes well with 25 left, the way the Heat are playing, that, it, you know, that they have a chance, and that's all you want. You want that chance. It doesn't mean that they're going to get in. It doesn't mean they're going to continue to do what they do because that's what he preaches all the time. But they, they had two very good practices the last two days, and usually when they can practice, they get out there and they really defend better. You know, that's where the slippage comes from when you're not doing well with a defense-oriented team. We're not out there going over the fundamentals, the, the communication of how, who covers for who when this happens, the guy goes base, all that sort of stuff. Those are the things that slip. But with two, two very good 
intense practices to bring a Josh Richardson back. We'll see how this works out. It's exciting to, to, to be going into the last 25 games with a chance to make the playoffs with this team, with the, the young players that they have, the new players, all the injuries that they've had. They still have a couple of guys out that would be starting. I know I say that about Josh McRoberts, and, and people say, well, he hasn't done much, but he was really playing well. The best basketball he had been playing in a heat uniform when he got hurt. And, you know, we didn't know Winslow has been out all year, most of the year. So they're doing this without two, two guys still that would be in a rotation. But they got Josh back, and let's see how this works. Tony, speaking of gelling, over the All-Star break, the big trade news was obviously Boogie Cousins going over to New Orleans, and we saw the first example last night of how this is going to be going. I had a question for Zazzle this morning about this coach, and this coach is not used to coaching up two big men and making it work. I I was wondering, does that mean it's it's exit period time for for that coach over there? Well, he's known as an offensive-oriented coach, and so that bodes well in that situation, obviously. Um, again, you got to wait and see what happens. They're not going to pull a trigger now, obviously. They're going to see how this works out. They have the rest of the season to make it work. Um, and then see, uh, is he in the last year of his contract? No, I don't think so. I think he's got one more year, I probably, believe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so they're going to have, I think they're going to have another year to work this out. So, I, again, I think, again, people like to jump to stuff like that. And, you know, I got obviously guys in your, in your profession have to do that. We got to stir it up a little bit. Yeah, you got to do that. I understand that. And uh, but let's see what happens. I mean, you got the talent. You know, <laughs> they got great talent at those two positions. I mean, you can't trump that. What do you uh, What do you think about some of these pseudo experts who uh, yesterday I heard they said that Hassan Whiteside quote is the most joyless basketball player they've ever seen. What do you think about that? What quote? Oh, that was a quote from one of one of the ESPN reporters. Uh, quote, most oh. joyless basketball player I've ever seen as far as Hassan Whiteside goes. Well, we've talked about at times where he his body language is not the best. You know, and I'm sure the coaches have talked to him about it. And sometimes we judge people by their demeanor. Um, but, when, you know, when push comes to shove, when he plays well, uh, the team, this team can beat anybody. You know, they beat Golden State at home, beat Houston, won at Houston. I thought that was a, a, a really a tremendous win, obviously, in Houston, because what it meant was most people don't realize that 75 to 80 percent of coaching in the NBA is done behind the scenes. The game itself is not going into the game. You've got to have the mindset, the preparation, the, the, the thought that you can win that game. That he came off of two subpar games after the 13-game winning streak. But yet they had that practice where Coach Spolster brought out the tape and showed them exactly what they weren't doing. Some coaches don't do that. They're not, they're, they're not, they don't confront their players. Coach Spolster's got a good blend of confronting players when they need to be and then being very positive like he is most of the time and being that guy that they need that's going to get them over the hump mentally. And that's what they did in that practice. And that was a tremendous example of coaches and players being on the same level as, as far as being prepared going into that and taking that game where uh, Houston never had the lead. And it was really an enjoyable game to announce, to watch, and, and it shows you the, the, how well the two got two sides, both the coaches and the players mesh, and what a great game Whiteside had with the five-block shots. Let's, so, just, let's just call it what it is, Tony. It's a bunch of know-it-alls out there on television, <laughs> right? These, these pseudo-experts, they think they know everything. Just say what it is. We well, know I, that. I, what, what you do notice, though, is that most of the people that criticize coaches never coached. It's really not that easy 
there's so much that goes into it, and it, it, it's amusing and it's a little and it's a little sad. Do you want to name any names, Tony? No, no, no. Okay. It's just it, it, in general, that's the way it is. All right, if you want to, if you ever want to name any names, you come on here. You could do that. <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> I'll give you the floor. All right. Yeah, all right. We'll catch you tonight starting at 730 Heat Live out there in Atlanta. Yeah, thanks. And you know what? Uh, you know, I know you're coming to the dinner. I just want to mention for oh, a minute yeah. we got that Rita Fiorentino dinner coming up. Call it a game dinner at the Hard Rock, presented by the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino on March 10th. We're honoring, honoring Jack Nicholas. He's going to get the Don Shula Award. Um, do I get a, do uh, I get a little FaceTime with Jack Nicholas? Oh man, you know I shook hands with him about seven eight years ago. He was at a Heat game, and I shook hands with him and I said, Jack, will I be able to putt better now? And he said, No, but maybe I'd be able to announce better. I said, Oh, he watches our games. He's a, he lives in Palm Beach. There so you go. It's going to be really enjoyable to have him there. The manager was going to Diana Nyad, the woman who swam from Cuba and done many other encouraging things. Um, the Art Hurts Award. Uh, Art Hurts is going to get the award, the Ted Arison Community Service Award, and our friend Kim Bocamp is going to get the Sonny Hirsch Award. That's a big night. Oh yeah, we got Calvin Hughes, a Channel Ten anchor. We're going to honor. You know, we're going to raise money for Lawrence Kids and the Day School Athletic Foundation. It's it's sponsored by Accordus and again presented by the Hard Rock Casino. We're going to really have a great time that night. And uh, raise I mean, raise money for two great charities. I know you and your wife are going to be at the dinner. I want a good seat. You put me close to the front of the stage. I want a good seat. Well, we'll see how you treat us from now. You know, All right. Like, All right. How, by the way, how's how's Amber doing? Yeah, she's. Thank you for asking. She's doing very very well. She'll be back in a few weeks. She's doing That's really great. good. Yeah. Great news. Yeah, she's doing really good. You good. got it, man. Good job, Tony. You got it. Thanks. All right, we'll see, see you guys. You. All right, that's Tony Fiorentino right there. You catch him tonight. Heat Live starting at 7.30. What are you laughing at over there, Chuggles? Wanted to know how Amber was doing, huh? Yeah, listen, uh, he knows. He knows. I wonder what Tony was up to over his all-star break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.